welcome to my podcast, John Scott Lawton's English, you know. In this episode, although it's entitled English Pronunciation for Slovaks, I'm exploring the issues around how sounds are made and how that can be particularly challenging or difficult sometimes for students to understand when they're producing sounds which they don't have in their own language. Now, this could apply for some Slovak learners, but actually can be of use and interest to people of many different languages. And it's the general principles of exploring sound production that I'm beginning to look at here. This will be a first of a series of programs for learners, um, equally for teachers too, as I've just completed a thousand hours of one-to-one tuition with Slovak learners, and I'm still learning. I'm learning too about the difficulties they face and why that might be so, in particular in relation to sound production. In Slovak, for example, as far as I understand it, although I don't read it very well, every letter is sounded. Therefore, quite clearly, the silent letters that occur in English writing are going to give difficulty, because when reading them, students will try to sound them out as they would in their first language, Slovak. Also, I'll be exploring the whole notion of voiced and voiceless consonants. So when speaking, making sure that the production of the sound is correct. Although I make the point that um, I very much value accents and I very rarely try to correct an accent or somebody's way of speaking unless what they're saying doesn't communicate the intent that they have. I'm very grateful to Mache and Tomáš for offering to support me in developing and delivering this program today and they try out some words which I give them with very little warning or notice um, in order to make the points we're trying to make around sound production and pronunciation. Good evening, Tomasz. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> Thanks very much for agreeing to uh, help me with this. It's just really to give people, particularly Slovak students, some idea of the difficulties that um, they know they encounter and you encounter uh, when speaking English. And really to make the point that every foreign language, every language has its own sounds. And one of the key things about learning a language is learning how to make the sounds appropriately in that language so that you can speak it as confidently as you'd want to be. Um, and we probably should never try to have native speaker competence in many different languages because that's the whole nature of native speaker. It comes from having been born with that language. It takes years to develop. And I really love different accents. So I never try to, inverted commas, get rid of somebody's accent. Um, the only time it is ever a problem is if somebody pronounces the word, which then somebody else finds difficult to understand because the pronunciation is perhaps, as you might say, off or is, is quite radically off and needs to be corrected. So um, that having been said, we'll give you an example. You know I have a tremendous problem counting one to 10 in Slovak, particularly when I get to the <laughs> number six. So I will try and get to one to six and you will tell me how to say it properly. So I will go, jeden, one, Dva, two, three, three, štiri, four, pesh, five, sest, six. What's wrong with that? Page and šest, five okay. and six. Page. What but, was wrong with page? But, but, yeah. 
but uh, very good, I think. <laughs> okay. What's wrong with the sesh? Because I can never remember whether it's sh at the beginning or ch. You have this ch sound at the end of a word, don't you? C with a bit of a tick. Ch. Is that right? Ch. Uh, try sh. Chest. Chest. Sh 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 Chest. Chest. Yeah. Perfect. Chest. <laughs> But uh, then somebody else tells me, no, it's ch at the end. There should be a t with a tick, ch. Yeah, ch. <laughs> okay, so can you say one to six for me in Slovak, please? Prosim. One. <laughs> in Slovak. <laughs> uh, uh, one, uh, jedna. <laughs> Sorry. Two. Dva. Three. Three. Four. Five. Eight. Six. Chest. Chest. Okay. Chest. <laughs> I hope to get there one day. Um, so now for the moment, I always order five of something. I never buy six of anything. It's called an avoidance strategy, avoiding the issue. Um, so that's making the point really that every foreign language has certain sounds that from your first language or for any other language that you've learned, you may then find difficult to say. So this is never about being right or wrong necessarily. It's about getting the pronunciation as close as we can, um, an approximate, as close as we can to a correct sound uh, in a sense. Um, one I've noticed that Slovaks have difficulty with, which does surprise me because you have this the sound, a hard V sound within Velmi for very, velmi dobre. Very good, is velmi dobre, velmi hudne. Uh, that was very tasty. But um, try these words for me. Just see if you um, you have the same issue with the hard V. Okay, first one, uh, very. Good, very, V-E-R-Y, very. Varied. Varied, when something is uh, has different alternatives, it's varied, V-A-R-I-E-D. Um, let's skip that one, go to this word. Very. <laughs> very, yes. Uh, there's a pairing here. Very versus very. We make this air sound very long. Um, I want to vary the program. I want to change the program. Would be spelt V-A-R-Y. Very and very. Um, this quite common word here. Variety. Variety. That's a bit of a vowel sound going on. The V sound was great. <laughs> Uh, there's a bit Almost. of a yes, variety going on in the middle. Um, as I've made the point uh, earlier, in Slovak, you, you read every letter in a word, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in a sense, you do hear variety, um, variety, four vowels going on in that, uh, four um, syllables going on in that. How about this word? Again, the hard V. Victim. Excellent. Sorry, again, victim. Victim. And here you've got the hard V in the middle of a word. Uh, survey. survey 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 yeah so when you brought your bought your new flat you had a survey done on the property it was a survey um now this word is difficult for all sorts of reasons but try it for me vehicle vehicle yes vehicle we we do something really weird <laughs> with this at the beginning of the the word in british english american english you may hear vehicle uh, particularly in the south from north america the states but in english vehicle vehicle um coronavirus has several variants variants yeah again the hard v is needed um 
again, the second vowel, the first vowel sound here may be causing some problems. <laughs> I think that's Slovak coming in. That's yeah. vital. Yeah. Um, what would the word be in Slovak? Vital. Uh, vital, yes. Vital, V-I-T-A-L, but in English pronounced vital. So if vital. somebody's ill and you're checking their pulse, their breathing and their temperature, you're checking their vital signs. Vital signs. Vital signs. Yeah. So let's run through those again, because I think you've done very well with this hard V. Um, having said it was an issue for some people. The reason is some people pronounce the V as a W, so wary instead of very. Um, but you've corrected that. So this one now is? Very. <laughs> very. Uh, varied. 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 Very, varied. They gave a very varied program. Those can be used together. Um, and here? Oh my god. <laughs> very. Very, yes. Prebaha, as they say in Slovak. Oh my god. Uh, very, yes, to change something, to go a different route. Um, variety? Variety, yes. Four vowels going on. Variety, variety. Good. Victim? Victim, good. Now the hard V in the middle of a word? Survey? Survey, yes. Um, survey and survey. Now we'll, we'll talk about that difference. Um, again, it's the difference between the noun and the verb. Um, having a survey done on a property means looking at whether it's worth the money you're going to pay for it. Um, but to survey something is the verb. So the noun would be survey, the verb survey, uh, to survey, to survey something. A survey, you would have a survey done on a property. That's the noun, a survey. If you're the verb would be to survey, survey. And this tricky word, vehicle. Vehicle. Coronavirus has several. Variants. Variants, uh, variants, variants, yes. <laughs> and then the confusion we had with, um, as we said earlier, some people talk about first or second language interference. There is a word spelled the same in Slovak, but here pronounced differently. Vital. Vital instead of um, not vital, but vital, hard V and not vital, which it would be in um, Slovak. And therefore, vital signs. Vital signs. Excellent. Well done on those. They can be tricky. Let's come to one area we've talked about before, which is <laughs> the fact that in English we drop certain sounds within a word, even though in writing we, we put them in. So for a language like Slovak, where every letter is really important because it carries a sound, I can see how these come to be difficult for you because there are some what we call silent letters. And I've given you about 10 examples here. And I want you to read them through. And obviously we'll explain what they are because uh, this is audio, people won't see the words, but let's try these words just as they are. You've had no practice on these, so I'm just throwing them at you. Okay, Tomáš? Okay. Lamb. Excellent. Lamb. My favourite meat is lamb. L-A-M-B, but the B at the end is silent, so it sounds like L-A-M, lamb. That's it. Uh, but the B has to be there in, in writing. Thumb. Thumb. Nothing else. Not thump. Thump is to punch. But thumb with a B on the end is you've got five fingers and a thumb. Four fingers, sorry, and a thumb on each hand. So thumb. Thumb. Say that one again for me, please. Thumb. Thumb. 
thumb. thumb. Thumb, and that's it. It's as if you drop the B completely. So this is my thumb. Thumb. Or two thumbs. Okay, so the B is there, maybe even the S. So thumb. If you have a flood in your new flat, hopefully you don't, but you would have to call out a... Plumber. Plumber. Again, this time the B is silent, so plumber. Plumber. Plumber, but the B is silent uh, in writing, so plumber. Now this comes from the historical derivation of the word, where the word comes from. How would you say this word? Cupboard. Cupboard. Yes, cupboard. You'd imagine it to be two Bs perhaps in the middle, but it's literally from cupboard. It used to be the board in a cupboard on which you would put, or shelf in a cupboard, on which you would put your cups. So it was the cupboard, but now, strangely, we've kept the P in there, um, but we pronounce it cupboard. Now, my favourite fish to go along with my favourite meat would be this one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Salmon. Salmon. Um, the L... I'm going to say it's not there at all. It's barely there, if anything. Salmon. 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 Yes. So the silent letter there is the L. Salmon. Here we go. Some tricky silent Bs. Ready for this one? Doubt. Doubt. Yes, doubt. Doubt. The B isn't sounded at all. It just looks like it was D-O-U-T, but it's doubt with the B in there. Doubt. Therefore, the next word would be? Doubtless. Doubtless. Yes, doubt and doubtless. And then if you get into difficulty with money, you run into... Debt. 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 No P and no B. Uh, B in writing, but no B or P sound. It's just debt. Debt. And when you get out of that situation, you are... Debt free. Debt free. <laughs> and you have no more... Um, I, I listen to uh, I listen dead. <laughs> okay. Debt, and then we've got debtors. Okay. Debtors. Debtors. So these are these are tricky words, um, which are, you know, very awkward in English. There are others. There are many others with silent letters, and this is just a starter for I think ten. Was it? Let's have a look. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, maybe. Yep. Okay. Okay, Tom Ash, that was really helpful. Um, let's look at these ED endings because <clears throat> all of the following words have, they end in ED, but they're all pronounced slightly differently according to the, the root or the beginning of the word. So we actually have some that have an ID, id, sound at the end. And the rule is if the, the last letter of the word is D or T, the ED is pronounced as a separate syllable with an ID sound, and it rhymes with kid or lid. So folded becomes folded. Instead of folded, which you'd think, folded. So can you try that one for me? Folded. Folded. Needed. Needed. Weighted. Waited. Wanted. Wanted. So you can make that id sound quite strong if you want at the end. So folded. Folded. Needed. Needed. Waited. Waited. Wanted. Wanted. Alternatively, um, if the last sound of the word is voiceless, and we'll, I've spoken earlier about voiced and voiceless sounds, the ed is pronounced as a t. So 
danced, danced, fixed, fixed, helped, helped, looked, looked, laughed, laughed. There's a gentle one there, laughed, <laughs> laughed. <laughs> and these have all got an ed ending, but we pronounce them kissed, kissed. You can hear that sound at the end. Parked, parked, talked, talked. Wa washed washed okay and these are voiceless voiceless now when you say voiceless danced fixed helped looked um we'll explain what that means then the d sound if the word ends in a voiced sound the ed is pronounced like a d so rubbed rubbed called called cleaned cleaned closed closed lived lived loved 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 offered offered opened opened played played thomas let's look at this notion of unvoiced and voiced consonants because this is behind a lot of good pronunciation so let's start with unvoiced now with unvoiced um, you shouldn't feel any vibration in your vocal cords because usually it's the vocal flaps rubbing against each other, contracting and making a vibration that give the voiced um, consonants. But with voiceless consonants, unvoiced, there is no vibration. So if you put your fingers to your larynx, you shouldn't feel very much movement other than air passing over. So air or breath coming up through the throat, making the sound in the mouth. So try F for fat. Fat. Come. Come. That's the k sound. P for pit. Pit. Sip. S sip. Sip. T ton. Ton. Ch for chin. Chin. Th for thick. Thick. And sh for pressure. Pressure. Good pressure. This is the sh sound. Now let's compare that with voiced. So with voiced, you should now, with that still there, um, the other way of doing this is with your fingers in your ear, but as we're recording, we um, it's difficult for us because we've both got head uh, or earbuds in our head pieces. So another way of doing it is to put your fingers in your ears and you will feel vibration coming up through into your head. But the best way is with your larynx. You should now feel it on your larynx. That 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 you should feel a vibration v for that that the vibration <laughs> okay <laughs> okay we look we look and feel a bit stupid but it's good g for, <laughs> g for gum 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 that's the g g and you can feel it g g sound gum gum b for bit bit that surprises a lot of people, but it's a voiced, a consonant bit. Now, z for zip. 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 Now, this is one you can definitely feel in your ears. If we could, we'd put our fingers in our ears and z, 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 like buzzing bees. Zip. D for done. Done. J for gin. 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 Now this is difficult in Slovak again because as with your name, your uh, your surname, um, J is not sounded as a J in in Slovak. It's a year, but here the G is definitely a hard G. So G, gin. 
or rather, sorry, this is the J for Jin. Yes, Jin. Um, f for the, sorry, the for this. This. This, and then sh for pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure. Pleasure. Okay, so a bit of a comparison. Let's try these now. Unvoiced against voiced. Fat. Fat. That. That. Come. Come. Gum. Gum. Bit. 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 Sip. Sip. Zip. Zip. Ton. Ton. Done. Done. Chin. Chin. Gin. Gin. Thick. Thick. This. This. Pressure. Pressure. Pleasure. Pleasure. Very good. So voiceless consonants, ch, f, k, p, s, sh, t, the, uh, whereas with the voiced ones, b, d, g, j, l, m, n, ng, song, r, z, th, v, w, y, z. So quite tricky. Uh, just do another list of words, just to, to get it across with the, the consonants. We could go into fricatives where the air escapes and stops where the air actually stops. And there's another notion of plosives where you can blow onto a piece of paper and you should, with a voiced, uh, see the paper move or voiceless not. So voiced, bat. Bat. Dot. Dot. Gap. Gap. Don't forget, here we should be feeling the vibration in the larynx. Vine. Vine. This. This. Zoo. Zoo. Jim. Jim. So it's a J sound, even though it's a J, G, G for Jim. M, male. Male. N, nail. Nail. Ng, sing. Sing. L let let r for root root w for wet vet wet not vet but wet vet wet soft w sound w wet is this a sound that isn't very common in slovak the w the w uh yeah <laughs> okay and then y for yard yard and then with no vibration, no vibration in throat, pat, pat, tall, tall, cap, cap, fine, fine, thin, thin, sue, sue, sure, sure, hot, hot, and chip, chip. So excellent. There are some contrasts there. And that really does help when people are saying, am I saying it correctly? We need sometimes to go right back to the original way, um, you know, the way in which the sound is made in order to fully understand the difference between those pairings. Okay, so now I'm going to explore some of the words which are really difficult, not just for foreign learners to read, but actually for English first language speakers to read. 
some of these words, for whatever reason, historically um, have been written or transcribed in such a way that they, they make it really, really difficult for everybody to read. So, Maché, you've agreed to help me. I'm very, very grateful. How are you today? Hello, Joan. I'm fine. Hello, everyone. Okay, so really brave of you, because I'm going to throw these words at you with no preparation. Uh, I know in the past we've talked about these, but th this is the, the thing, and you've very kindly offered to just give them a go and see how they go. First word, then, um, you try and read this one I'm highlighting for you, and then I'll explain if, if you don't get it right. Although. Okay, not bad, not bad. That's although, although, spelt A-L-T. H-O-U-G-H. And all sorts of things are going on with this word. So if that's although, what do you think this next word is? Although and Ooh. though. Okay, so it's the same uh, ending, but one is although with A-L at the beginning, and the second one I just gave you there was though. And what's happening here is we've written down T-H as a the sound rather than th because th can sometimes be read as a th, as in thick, or thing, or think, but now it's being read as the, so although, though, just as if you had um, the word the. You'll see what uh, the comparison is when we read the next word. Let's try this one, Maché. Don't. This one is thought. So you're sort of halfway between the th and the th there. What we need here is the alternative, the th sound, the th, thought. So rather than f-o-u-g-h-t, which would be fighting, thought, uh, past tense of, of to fight, this is thought as in to have an idea, beginning with this th, th sound. So let's go again. This one is thought. Thought. Excellent. And therefore... This extension of thought would be thoughtful. Thoughtful, yes, with one L at the end, thoughtful. So thought and thoughtful give us a comparison with although and though, with these two different sounds going on. The TH read as the in although and though, and the TH read as the in thought and thoughtful. No wonder English is confusing. Let's try the next uh, pairing. How about this one? Through. Excellent. Through. T-H-R-O-U-G-H. But as we'll see later, the ending could have been read differently. But this one, through. The T-H and the R acting together. Through. Through. Well done. But here, a very unusual word next to it, just one letter different. And how would that be read? Through. Trough. Here, we've dropped the H. So instead of the word through, T-H-R-O-U-G-H, We've got the word trough now used very narrowly, often as either a trough in a weather, weather system or a pig's trough from which they eat. This one, the H is dropped at the beginning, so we get T-R-O-U-G-H, trough. Okay, let's try a more common word. Again, a difficult one. Trough out. Now, this one is a classic Slovak error of trying to read every letter within the word, which is typical in the Slovak language, isn't it, Maciej? Normally you would read every letter in a word in Slovak. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. So here, this word is throughout. So throughout is through without added on at the end. So you've got through that we just saw and through. out. So throughout. Can you give me that one again? 
throughout. Throughout. Excellent. Well done. Now, similar jumble of letters, but actually a different word. When somebody does some work which is uh, intense and very complete, um, we use this word. Throughout. Thorough. Again, thorough. This is the TH acting as a th rather than the, so th, thorough. The O is soft, th, thorough. The O is there made into what we call the schwa sound, which is the most common vowel in English. It's a flattening sound of all the vowels, um, and it's an uh. The tongue is very relaxed in the middle of the mouth, and it literally makes an uh sound. So th, thorough. And then the extension of thorough, just with L-Y at the end, Thorough. Thoroughly. Thoroughly. Excellent. And this is how, with familiarity, you can build up um, the word sounds within English. Um, it is very tricky, and many of them take a lot of practice to get right. And as I emphasize, first language speakers have difficulty with this as well. Let's look at a couple of uh, extra words, which um, completely uh, come <laughs> show you how difficult things can be. This word at the end? Uh, roof. This one, rough. R-O-U-G-H. Now we've had trough, which was very similar, just with a T at the beginning. But now instead of trough, we've got rough. Rough with the R-O-U-G-H. A rough piece of paper or rough skin in the winter because it's so cold. Similarly, with a different consonant at the beginning, Tough. Tough, yeah. So rough and tough. So let's go through those again. I'll pronounce them and you follow me. Although. Although. Though. Though. And this is TH together as the. Now, TH as the, we've got thought. Thought. And thoughtful. Thoughtful. The in the. The tongue is going through the teeth, through both sets, through the front teeth, and coming back, the top and bottom teeth, it's coming back through the teeth. Th, thoughtful. Then through, through. 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 So again, the tongue curling against the back of the teeth. Th, through. It's actually going through the teeth, coming back over the top teeth, the back of the top teeth, and you've got the extra complication of the r sound. So through going on thr, through. Then we have this unusual word, trough. Trough. But then compare this with throughout, throughout. Throughout. And then to do a thorough job, thorough, thorough, complete job, thorough. Thorough. Excellent. And then thoroughly. Thoroughly. Okay. So thank you very much, Maciej. Those are a really complex mix. There are a couple of others you wanted me to discuss with you. And one of them similar. Uh, we had although at the top. We've got throughout. That was one of the words you said. Um, toward and forward. So um, key those in and forward. Different things going on here. Toward. Toward. Forward. Forward. And then award. Award. Now, in toward and forward, 
there's just a shortening in forward. There's a shortening of the the R sound, whereas in toward, the the ending is quite long toward or towards more likely. Forward, um, centre forward or a forward moving forward or forwards um, is a little bit briefer at the end. So forwards rather than forwards. And then award, again, a much longer sound, award, going on in the middle of that. The vowel sound is longer, award. Focused. Okay. Focus. Focusing. Focusing. Okay. Thanks, Maciej. That's really helpful. Um, let's look at some different vowel sounds to Slovak. Now, the most common word I think that I correct for um, Slovaks is the word that you're going to try for me now. So can you read the word there in red for me, please? Focused. Okay, focused. Focused. That should be focused. Focused. And it comes from this word. Focus. Focus. It's the y sound. Oh, so in Slovak, is there a ush? How would you say this word in Slovak? The equivalent. Maciej, is there a word similar to focused in the Slovak language that you think uh, learners could get, be getting it confused with? Uh, yes, we have uh, the very similar word. It means it, it's uh, so the, the body of the word is the same. Yeah, I think that's where students are getting, it's not a difficulty, but nor is it a confusion. There is in linguistics, um, there used to be a phrase called second language interference, um, where, or first language interference indeed, but I, I don't actually follow that concept. Um, there are similarities and there are dissimilarities. It just, this happens to be pronounced differently in English. So focused in English is much softer than the Slovak version. Therefore, the word focus is also um, softer as well, focused. And it's the schwa sound kicking in again, this softer focus, the tongue not doing very much in the mouth at all, just sitting in the middle of the mouth, giving this uh sound, the schwa sound. Um, try this word for me now, the extension of it, present continuous it might be. Focusing. Focusing, focusing. So again, rather than the ush sound, it's got to be softened to be focusing. But that's great. That explains why Slovaks do have uh, such difficulty with the word. And in a slightly humorous or maybe not humorous way, we've got to be really careful with this because said incorrectly, the word focused, of course, could um, be taken as some other kind of F word, which we're trying to avoid. But um, and again, we get that with FAQs. Um, so we just have to be careful with some words. Most people would excuse it, realizing that it's a pronunciation issue. Uh, other people may just get a little bit awkward about it. Mm -hmm.